0: Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on
1: Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody. And welcome to another episode of High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from PersonsGrowroom.com. I am Mackie from the UK. And this episode is Grow Guides number three, where we discuss all about different types of grow mediums which you can use to grow cannabis. This goes from soil to hydroponics, cocoa, and all different types of mediums. And we try and help you decide which one is going to be best for you to start in. If this episode still leaves you with questions, then head over to Percy'sGrowroom.com, sign up there, and ask any questions you've got, and we'll happily help you decide which medium is going to be the best for you to start your growing Uh, This is the Friday's episode, so of course we have the session this evening. You can come and join us if you're part of the mailing list. All of the links are going to be sent out there. Make sure you sign up to the mailing list to get all the links to all of the episodes you can download this week and also the live episodes that are coming up over on the weekend. We, of course, have the live show, which uh, comes up on Sundays. Every Sunday we have the live show where we we record the Grow Guides and the Cannabis News, so feel free to join us over on our YouTube channel it's youtube.com slash high on homegrown and you can find us there on sunday every sunday for a live show and it'd be good to see you there but in the meantime this is the grow guides all about grow mediums for growing cannabis i hope it helps you out Uh, and of course as i said come and join us over at percy'sgrowroom.com if you have any questions thanks for listening much appreciated i'll see you at the end where we wrap this shit up enjoy So today we're talking about mediums and whether psychics are real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to oh,
2: ghosts, yeah. or is it all bullshit? <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, so, so mediums, man, and this is a difficult one, really, because it's a complex, uh, complex question. Is what medium does somebody start growing cannabis in? So we'll quickly go over what different kinds of medium there are. Right, we, we have soil, and in soil we have different variations of soil, like just soil out of a bag then you have the super soil and the living soil what other soils is day tg
0: you got any ideas there
2: not really garden soil i don't know some people got, use like, that pro
0: mix pro mix yeah, yeah. I,
2: to me though soil soil does have a definition you know you need organic components but you need minerals you need a microbial component to it so soil um what's the word i want uh well, specifically is not the word i want but it works it does have a, a definition but yeah what you when you buy potting soil generally that's just kind of like a, a mixture of peat and some perlite maybe some vermicastings if you're lucky but generally it's inert it just does it has no nutrients in it mm-hmm. i wouldn't call that a soil though. i would call that a soil less medium
0: uh, they just call it a potting mix pretty yeah, much potting yeah
2: potting mix but yeah soil does something. It doesn't just hold your plant. Just don't dirt. call it
3: dirt. Just yeah, fucking don't call it dirt. It's yes. not dirt. <laughs> no. I just.
4: Sorry. <laughs> there is is says
1: up there in chat. Nice somebody. I know. I nice. know. Is out of
2: control. I don't forget the dirt, man. Fuck. And the thing
4: is, that there is a, a brand of nutrients that have cocoa nuts. They have hydro nuts, and they have dirt nuts. I dirt know. Newts? Really. And fuck them. Yep. Whoever
2: that is, fuck them.
4: <laughs> I actually have a. I have a. a pallet load of them sitting out in the garden or in the shed and they're no good to me because i grow grown cocoa <laughs>
1: probably the same shit but yeah so there, there was cocoa mentioned there and cocoa looks like soil but is in it fact is. hydroponics right? yes because when you come to hydroponics there's a fuckload of different ways to grow cannabis hydroponically hydroponically pretty much means just without soil
0: right pretty much
1: because mm-hmm. you've got rock wool, which is
0: i don't know a medium you can use just the way to hold the roots yeah Mm -hmm. and 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 your nutrients is all it's really doing the same thing as cocoa is going to do is just hold your roots and hold your media and then you have like you're not your nutrients i mean
1: then you have shit like dwc which is the roots suspended in just a a bucket of water really reservoir i i
2: kind of like to um, differentiate between and you're right 100 percent that cocoa is hydroponics most people think as hydro as like like you say dwc i think a, a better term for cocoa and that kind of shit even with the soils i mentioned that are just peat basically peat oh, acts yeah. the same as cocoa essentially it, it performs the same function you call those soil less mediums i think is a mm, way yeah, better. yeah 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 because medium. yeah hydro is is yeah like water-based in my at least in my mind you got aquaponics you get mm-hmm. fucking that floating shit the uh, Render waste tables, all kinds of things. But
1: NFT, yeah. ebb, and flow. ebb and flow. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's so many different ones which go into it, man. Yeah, very cool stuff, too. And when you're growing in hydroponics like that, you're going to be using uh, salt based nutrients, most likely. Some people do use organics, but it can become problematic. Or- organics is usually used in soil kind of mediums rather than hydrop- hydroponic mediums, which have salt based nutrients, which is just standard nutrients in a bottle. Shit. So, I mean, that's a quick rundown of what different mediums there is to choose from. But how would you choose specifically which one you're going to use? All right, what, what would you recommend would be the first medium you'd start off in GB?
4: What would you recommend? Um, for me, I always recommend people to start off in cocoa. Um, it is a little bit more work involved um, if you're going to be... If you're not growing in like a a living soil or something like that, um, but you can correct your mistakes so much quicker, so much quicker in cocoa Mm -hmm. than you can anything, and especially if you're starting off in the first couple of grows, you're gonna get make mistakes, and you know yourself, a good flush will kind of put it right within a couple of days. You know, Mm -hmm. if you if you're starting to get a deficiency or or anything like that yeah That's any some, kind of problem yeah yeah I, I would say cocoa is the best medium to start off in and then work your way from there
1: mm-hmm. i'd agree man cocoa mm-hmm. is just some so fucking easy but there's different things that you need budget would account would on that as well because you mm-hmm. need to get a good EC meter, a good ph meter then you got to buy mm-hmm. all the good nutrients and shit but it's definitely if you've got the budget start off in cocoa that that would and- be my recommendation as well
4: yeah, yeah. And then the yields as in fairness as well, do do be that little bit bigger. Day, I know people will say that you get a better taste and you get more flavor some out of um out of a soil. Or out uh, of organics, yeah. Yeah, out of inorganic. But if you're in, in cocoa and if you're in salts, you do I, I I tend to believe that I get bigger. Well, I know that I get bigger. Mm. Um bigger yields. What do
0: you I think, say. Monkey? What what would you recommend for a new grower? Well, New growers, it's a tough one to say, because when I, I was a new grower in, in cannabis, but I wasn't a new gar, gardener. So, you know, that kind of gave me an edge up. So that's why I went with cocoa, because I was familiar with nutrients and I was familiar with, with fertigation, irrigation and how to water things. Um, Twisted made a good point in chat for somebody just getting into it brand new. He's like simple soil and simple newts. That's almost where I went before I decided to start with cocoa. And it's just mm-hmm. a basic, almost like a pro mix soil, just a very cheap potting mix. And then something like your basic uh, Fox farm nutrients, just to get a run under your belt kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, not a bad way to start because you're almost running co- uh, like cocoa there. You're, you're going to be mixing your newts, You're going to be, you're going to be doing everything pretty much the same way. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the, the advantage of going that route over over going full on cocoa and running it that way is, well, you're probably going to be able to source your material locally. Um, I, where I live, I have no place that I can go into a store and buy cocoa. I, it has to be mail ordered. Damn, that's lame. It is lame, but I mean, we don't do, I mean, the environment here, people don't do hydroponic grows a lot. Yeah, you know, if you want to grow something, the, the environment's good enough to grow almost everything outdoors.
1: What would TG recommend? Probably super soil for you, TG. The soil recipe and shit.
2: Would um, contact a Temple Grower at templegrower@gmail.com at and purchase some simple super soil from Temple Grower and just. Are you go doing that. that now?
1: Are you, you making your own soil now? Yeah. Sweet.
2: <laughs> I mean, locally, um, it's not like an official thing, but if people want soil, I'll definitely make them up a bucket, but. All that fucking stupid self-promotion shit aside. <laughs> um, I think that it depends on your situation. Soil, if you have access, like I said, to like a pre-made super soil with uh, with all your shit basically built in um, and all you do is literally throw a, a clone or a seed, whatever you have in there and mm-hmm. water it until X amount of days and then chop it, that's probably the easiest. The kind of the the next step would be to build your own soil, which honestly isn't very hard at all. My recipe I specifically designed, like not with, you only have to buy the shit at the grow store, the weed grow store, right? Because A, not everybody has hydro stores around or grow shops, whatever you call them in your area. And B, those hydro shops generally don't have a massive selection and probably are kind of overpriced, to put it bluntly, um, for a lot of stuff. So I go to the local hardware store. I go to the garden store that I've always, like Monkey said, um, you don't have to like go to the weed store specifically to get weed nutrients. He uses regular old flower nutrients because it's a plant ultimately. And if if that's what you have access to, then I I would go with that. Um, But yeah, it really kind of depends on what you, what you do have access to and uh, what you're comfortable with too, you know, running cocoa and running hydro more specific more uh, intensely you'll need to know a bit more chemistry you know measuring your ph your ec um keeping your your reservoir fresh if you're running uh, dwc or uh that kind of thing um where ph is and that kind of stuff is is still important in soil but like for me i i know how much exactly how much ph down to put in my water i don't never check my ph i did it once to At my new house to make sure i'm getting the right ph water and all i do is dump it in you know Mm -hmm. so it's it's it there's a lot less to think about in that sense but the cocoa and measuring all that stuff isn't hard it it really really isn't and you know you do learn a lot of stuff about chemistry and uh and and if 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 you are kind of science-based or whatever in the first place it's very easy to just jump into that and hydro is super fun too if you're kind of the like uh, you know, you like to build your own shit and stuff like that. You can buy setups and stuff, but like that that's kind of more I don't do any hydro stuff because my, you know, engineering side of my brain is is pretty lacking or you know, it's not even there because I, I can't I can think about things that I want, but I can't design them, you know. And with hydro, you definitely wanna or with DWC or those tables and stuff, you know, you're dealing with pumps, you're dealing with water and stuff and
1: uh extra equipment. Eh?
2: Yeah, there's a lot of extra things to think about. Um, When they're running, they're fucking gorgeous, you know, Mm -hmm. and they're not hard either. It's just what kind of what you're comfortable with. But all that aside, in my opinion, for a new grower, I would stick with the super soil either either buying it, you know, preferably making your own. Because like I said, if you look at my recipe, you can go to the Canadian Tire or whatever B and N, I don't know what the hell the store is in the UK, is called.
1: B and Q we have in the UK. B and
2: Q, right. So you get your potting soil, you get your perlite, you get your blood, bone meal, all the stuff that's always been used for plant growing. Ooh. You can also use for weed growing, right? Because it's a plant, like I said. What? Really? <laughs> yeah, crazy, crazy, right?
1: Y- you don't have to go to hydro shop?
2: No, you don't have to buy those things Whoa. with lizards on the label and the big boobs and, you know, all that <laughs> shit.
4: Yeah, no big boobs on the label? Oh, well, you can.
3: <laughs> I was going <laughs> but... to
4: say that to you, T, as well. When you were talking about the, the likes of the cheap and soils and things, like, canna has been around for donkeys. I was around long before kind of weed. Like, people have grown their tomatoes and things. Like, I go yeah. to the local garden set, shop. Yeah. I buy my fucking Kana A&B, the leaders of it. I buy them for like fucking six quid or seven quid less than what I yeah. can get in an any shop or any grow shop beside me.
2: Ultimately, those, those pre-mixed bottle newts, you know, it's it's like laundry detergent. They're mostly water anyway. So you're yeah, better off yeah, yeah. buying powdered nutrients and mixing them yourself. Yeah. However, yeah, you're right. Like the shit it work, it, it's it's kind of, a, I don't know, it, it's marketing ultimately. So
1: Well, what does Marge think as well? What would you recommend as a first medium Marge for new growers?
3: I would probably definitely definitely recommend the soil. Like TG mm-hmm. said, I, I started with that last summer, his recipe that you can find on Percy's Grow Room. So if you're looking for that, definitely go there. I got everything I needed at the local Canadian Tire. I didn't have to go to a specialty shop. Yeah. So, Me too. <laughs> yeah. Like, or whatever shop you have in your town, like you don't have to go to any specialty shops. I use some backyard compost to go with it, but I have done like the hydroponic setup in the past with the rock wool and all that stuff. And it definitely requires way more equipment to get started.
1: And time as well.
3: Time and equipment. And, and I'm doing mostly outdoor and I'm doing grows indoors right now. And the soil is just really simple to get started with. Mm-hmm. so. you're just starting out
1: the thing is with soil is the problem comes if you have problems if everything's smooth sailing then soil's sweet but if you have issues you know when you're growing in organics not necessarily just soil but it takes a little bit more time for food to become plant available and for the plant to get over things which in hydroponics you can get things recovering within 24 hours you identify the issue give it a flush and refeed at the correct levels and everything starts to fix itself takes longer in soil to fix things for sure you're
2: right you'd,
1: right you'd, so that is might... a
3: drawback obviously mm-hmm. but if you're just wanting to get started and you're trying to eliminate roadblocks to getting started mm-hmm. soil is probably the easiest one to do
1: because you can do the same thing with soil as well you can still use salt-based nutrients and then that food is available to the plants straight away so that still works as well 100 yeah, percent. Right.
2: that's what i'm doing in my micro right now i'm at about five and a half weeks in my little pots and the nutrients in my super soil i never intended them to leave last the whole grow so i'm literally switching to it's called rapid grow and it's one kilogram i get yeah. for ten dollars canadian right it's 15 30 15 just blue miracle grow works great
0: yeah, man. yeah. sweet we send him okay nope i said that, that that's a good plan doing, doing it that way um one advantage though i was going to say with cocoa is if for a new grower especially is you tend to have a lot less soil-borne uh, pests mm-hmm. in cocoa. Yeah. i mean yeah. you you will have fungus net problems you know, easy to easy to fix but i can't say knock wood i've ever had any problems with things like thrips or or mites coming out of the soil it's the
1: same for me as well when i moved over to what well, when i went to cocoa, uh i didn't get any bugs for years man and then when i went to soil i, I started to get bugs in the tent yeah so it makes a difference, but they're easily. It's easy to deal with that shit. It's, it's- yeah,
0: you just have to be ready for it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's more common. I I find it more common in soil, and yeah. I know people are gonna gonna debate me on that, but I, I hear it more often from soil growers.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, for sure,
2: I agree. I I perpetually deal with fungus gnats. I'm I don't ever not have them right. Mm. Um, I just keep them in check with, like you said, various IPM methods and right. uh,
1: the economic threshold and shit. Yeah, because.
2: With super soil, especially my super soil, I I use compost from my backyard, so there's definitely shit in it. Like, Mm -hmm. um, but it never gets out of control because I fucking I got terminators walking around, yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. See, there's so there's things that you need to balance when you're trying to decide what medium. Um, Let's just cover the soil quickly. You can get a cheap bag of soil for like a five or for 50 liters, cheap stuff, Mm -hmm. Uh, but. And, yeah, and then you'd have to, after a couple of weeks, the nutrients in it would run out and you'd have to start using bottled nutrients to keep the plant fed. But then there's also the living soil, not the living soil exactly, but the super soil where the soil has enough nutrients in it to last the plant about 12 weeks. But them soils would be more expensive. They're like 50 pounds for 50 litres or something like that, but generally about a pound a litre. But it, So it adds up, man, it's very expensive, but then you don't need to buy your nutrients and you can essentially just pour water into this plant pot for 12 weeks and the plant will grow and do its own thing happily. So that's something you have to balance out how much your budget is to start on your medium. And if you don't have very much, if you've got very little budget, then just grabbing a normal standard bag of of soil from a shop. It doesn't have to be anything special that will do you for a while. So that Mm -hmm. would be a good way to go. But if you do have the money to spend and you want to go on soil, then get the, uh, the super soil like eco thrive or, uh, so sohum soil Sohum living is another good one.
2: The guy Green makes a one too. They're a popular brand. Mm. I've never used it myself, but I've and, heard
1: good uh, things. And Tad Hassi as well from uh, mm. yes. Kiss Organics, man, That's some yes. good shit too. Yeah. yeah. What were you saying there, GB? He was saying something.
4: Hey, Eco Troy soil is that the that's the uk stuff light mix and uh, no no uh, the
1: bio biz bio biz, oh, light mix. Bio biz. yeah eco for i've some dense shit man it's very heavy uh but it will only last about 12 weeks and that's all organic and shit so you wouldn't add any food to that but it, it all bunches up and bees about the same cost you know what i mean it depends how if you have it up front or whether you're spreading it out over a few weeks but then if you go into the hydroponic things, then the initial setup is going to be expensive. I mean, some hydroponic setups, DWC, recirculating DWCs or NFTs, they can cost a fucking fortune to set up, man, and have it all properly in check. And then when it's you cute. go for your hydroponics, you need to constantly adjust the EC and the pH to make sure that it's, it's right, which you don't necessarily have to do with soil, like TG said. We say TG, sorry.
2: Well, I was just going to say quickly, with Hydro, you just don't want to cheap out, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. like I said, I can go and buy the cheapest fertilizer, the 153015, and still do pretty good. But if you buy a a shitty pump and shitty joints and, like, you know, everything half-ass on your DWC setup, you're going to have a bad time.
1: Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, choosing which one you're going to choose is going to depend on your budget and the amount of time you have to spend with it. Because if you get that living soil, the, the super soil, then you're only going to need to water the plant like once every three days, two or three days, sometimes four, depending on the size of the plant in the pot. And that's all you have to do, just pour water into it. But if you go for cocoa, for example, that's going to need water in every day. That means you're mixing up nutrients every day uh, and checking the pH and the EC. So that all takes time, but it's every day you have to do it then rather than every few days. And DWC that we check, you know, and a major uh, DWC is deep water culture, where the plants are grown in buckets of water, mm-hmm. and that shit, you need to adjust the pH and the EC of that often to keep to keep it all balanced and in check, and that's right. going to take Ooh. up more time.
2: Your red stays cool too, so it doesn't get mm-hmm. algae and mm-hmm. bullshit. And uh, one one point about living soil too is if you really get your living soil going. Um, the costs to re it when your grow is done and you're starting your next grow are usually pennies because mm-hmm. the living soil generally has a lot of nutrients left in. So you kind of just have to sprinkle maybe a bit of bone meal or something on the top and call mm-hmm. it good. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very cheap. It just, like Mackie said, costs a bit more to set up. Mm-hmm. But once it's going, it's fucking like perpetual.
1: Yeah. And you can, you can spend a shitload of money and have the whole thing automated as well. It will, it will check the pH by itself and adjust it if necessary or check the EC by itself and adjust it if necessary. You just got to make sure that the the little bottles to drip the food and the pH uh, liquid in is all there. It can be all automated. Then you can just set it up and let it run. But that's very expensive to get that shit up and running. And it's very complex, man. And it, as That'd a new be, grower, uh, you don't want to be stepping into that fucking game. Yeah.
2: The, least, the less or the... The smallest amount of variables you have to deal with the better because Mm -hmm. then you can if something goes wrong you can be like "Ah, it was that or that
1: Mm -hmm. right so it's a a toss-up and it's like if you've got the money to get the living soil go that way because it's very easy you just have to water the plant every few days and it should go for about 12 weeks without having any issues but then if you want to keep it easy in case there's going to be issues then going for cocoa is a great way to start man you're going to need uh, the pH meter and the EC meter and do your feed every day. But if there's issues, it's easy to fix. It just takes a flush and a refeed. You can monitor how much the plant is eating, whether it's eating too much or not enough. You're going to know what's in the medium at all times. And that's the same with Rockwell as well. Rockwell, same same kind of thing. You're going to know what's available to the plant because you're, you give it to the plant every day. You know what's uh, there in the medium for it. Which isn't the same with soil. You're taking the kind of a, a rough guess of what's in the soil and what's available to the plant. So you only oh. really get to see what it's missing when the plant starts missing it. Mm-hmm.
2: That's why it's important to start out with a good recipe, like mm-hmm. Temple Growers recipe on PreciousGarden.com. Because if yeah. if you assuming you homogenize and you the, the thing about my recipe and most well any super soil recipe is follow it to the fucking T if you can. Those instructions are there for a reason. You know, don't half this and put more mm-hmm. of that in or something, unless you know what you're doing in terms of the equivalencies of of you know an alfalfa to bone meal kind of thing mm-hmm. it takes a little bit of math but if you follow my recipe i've been using this fucking thing for like six years every year i don't change it right so like yeah it's good See, it works and it's cheap
1: just deciding what's right for you man and each individual is different if you have the time and you can do it in coco to make things easy then go for that don't be getting involved in some massive dwc setup and shit like that in your first grow you can if you want to I mean, you can do anything if you put your mind to it, really. If you've got the budget to and you've got the time to, then just choose your way. But if you're like at work five days a week and you're not going to be around to spend an hour with the plants every day, going for a simple soil is a nice, easy way to do things as well. There's no right way and there's no wrong way. You just have to figure out what works best for you.
4: It's what I've been trying to do myself, Mikey, trying Mm -hmm. to find what Mm -hmm. is best working for me. I'm going back to give, I'm going to give soil a go again now. Mm -hmm. You know, but this time I'm going to try to use a calendar. <laughs> what you need calendar for? <laughs> the last time I was in, I was in fucking cocoa at the same time, but I was vegging the cocoa plant sale for longer than what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I done the same with the... So I remember They fucking like veg for four months.
0: Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. They have this thing <laughs> at Percy's. They're called diaries. You can record your things in there and then oh, go back and look at them.
4: Monkey, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's what makes it even worse.
0: So yeah, man, you
1: know, decide what you want and then do it. And if you want help, go over to PercyScrolling.com and ask for questions. Everybody over at Percy's grows in a different style, a different method. And you'll figure out what way it's going to work best for you. So go over to person scrum.com and sign up if you're not there already. Very cool.
0: And there's always a temptation as a new grower to, to cheap out on the thing and try and figure out some cheaper way that nobody's ever done it. We're trying to save you a little time telling you, that, you know, get what you need to first grow. You'll have a better grow. Mm-hmm. I remember I tried starting Cocoa like Mackie was talking about with, uh, with the meters. I didn't have the meters when I started Cocoa. I did by the time I ended my first run. Yeah. So yeah, yeah you got to have the right gear. So spend yeah. what you need to get the job done.
1: And there's more equipment you need when you go for hydro for sure. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. And especially if
1: you're going like full liquid hydro because that'll take the uh the res temp cooler as well. Yeah. And that's a pain in the ass. But it's the can be good. Air yeah, stones Eels can be great on that. It makes more noise as well because you've got the air stones pumping all the time. So if you want to cool. try and stay discreet and not have you know just constant. Mm-hmm, all the time it's very
4: hard it's very hard to get that mm, out of it mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
4: you have to kind of suspend it that's the only way yep. we could take it out of it a bit and it's hard yeah, to I
1: suspend, suspend a big water. bucket of water you know
4: <laughs> oh no no the the pump the pump the, the, the vibration of the yeah, pump, yeah yeah yeah. I, I suspended it off a little bit of water and had it dangling in the air and it kind of took a, a it took a good bit of the home out, but it didn't take it all. in.
1: it's because the air stones on the floor and yeah. the buckets as well usually, isn't it? And it's just it's but always saying against something.
2: I'll make a point that if you are worried about like stealth and try that kind of shit, probably hydro isn't your best option no. because no. how the fuck are you gonna rip that down super fast, you know? And mm-hmm. it's well, noisy, I'll go like so far said, as and... to
0: say super soil would be the most high most stealth thing because the only thing you have to deal with is water. No newts, yeah. just water. Okay. Oh, yeah. I what do
4: you say, know? <laughs> just as you, you just said it there, and I've, I'm only thinking of an outage for if, if it's a stealth thing as well. Soil might be the best thing, because yeah. if you're living in a house in a state or something, you know, like they're fairly close quarters. Why is Jimmy going or fucking Michal going into the shed for fucking an hour every night of the week? Ah, fucking late hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where There's that if too. you're in soil, you might only be going in every two to three days depending on how big our buckets were, you mm-hmm. um, know? So that could be another uh, thing to think of as well. If you are starting to be
2: careful little. about throwing like multiple bags of empty soil in your garbage for other people to see yeah. if that's an issue,
0: yeah. you know, but that's why I grow mm-hmm. flowers outside all the times. Yeah. It always gives me sure. an excuse to have garden supplies around. Mm-hmm.
1: But, uh, Blazing Stars said there and Twisted said as well if you're growing in organics you can also set up water pumps and water buckets so it can automatically water itself after a certain amount of time yeah that's always a good option as well and then you, there can be even less time that you visit the plants because we've seen people I mean T- Twisted is one of those over at the forum who has left his plants for a week and just let the uh, let, let it water itself man and he's come back and it's been fine a few guys have done that before yeah I done that for, with Coco yeah full on week just left the plants And they've
0: come back and it's been fine. So, yeah, I've done 10 days in Cocoa and it worked just just fine. Set it up, plan for it, you're good. Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah, I have a system made up and rigged up for when I go on holidays. It just, I've had no reason to use it for an extended period.
1: Not been on holiday for the last couple of years, GB. No.
4: No, why not, mate? (laughs) (laughs) It's been hard times, Maggie. It's been hard times. Hard times. (laughs) Hard times. That's all. That's the only reason. Yeah. That's it. That's it.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, man. Again, like we say on the previous grow guides so far, the, what you have to do is start doing it, man. Get stuck in. Start your grow. Figure out what you want to do, man. And just, just do it. Learn as you go along. You I mean, Do as much research as you can before you start, but you don't have um, to do that. You just get stuck in and learn as you go, man. Jump in at the deep end. The mm-hmm.
4: best advice that I can say to any new grower that hasn't gone out and started yet, is come over to Percy's and have a chat with the people over there and have a look at what everyone is doing. And mm-hmm. that might give you an idea as well of what way you want to go. Because when I first started out, like it was soil is the only way I, I really knew that you could really grow. Not that I knew, but it was what, what I knew mm-hmm. to grow. And then I ended up going down the Cocoa route. Cocoa's the shit, man. I love uh, Cocoa. Cocoa is the shit, man. I love mm-hmm. Cocoa. It's mm-hmm. just, she's a very demanding lady. Yeah. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: that's a good point that gb you look at other people's grows and you're like hey i have that hey i can do that and you know Mm -hmm. and then you you realize what you're comfortable with even before you knew and then you can get going so but yeah definitely come check it out there's there's so many different ways so
4: there may be a lot of equipment that you already have kind of lying around that you were like oh i didn't know i could use that for yeah yeah you know there's a lot
2: of a lot of guys like myself that i I kind of take pride in like rooting around in the garbage basically to find shit to use and making it work um because reusing recycling all that kind of bullshit right so i love doing that yeah it makes you feel good too, because it's like, hey, I'm kind of smart. This worked. Wow.
4: <laughs> my my crowning achievement was made when I had the drip tray. I had no way of keeping the plants out of it, so I cut up a stair gate that I had. You know the baby gates. Mm-hmm. I angle grinded the shit out of one of them and just kind of stuck it all back together with cable ties, and I made a fucking stand for all my plants to sit on, so they 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 were sitting out of the drip tray. Nice. That was one crown and achievement. Be, in the so many different things. Together. You
1: can just MacGyver to get your shit done, man. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Uh, I'm Sparky says, uh, Mackie Greenbeard, uh, blue mats let you passively water soil automatically for a little money. So uh, was gone a week. No problems. You see, man, it's doable. It, just think about what's best. Come over oh. to Persis and ask, and you'll be able to figure out what's going to be the best method for you. But there's no method that's just going to be straight up. That's the best way to do it because it's going to differ on the individual. so
0: Yeah, there's pluses and minus to all
1: this.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So come and let us know your situation, and we'll be able to advise you better over at percysgoreroom.com. But I think that's it for mediums. I mean, each medium itself gets a lot deeper than that. But mm-hmm. pretty much you just have to start, man. Choose one and start. If you want things really easy and you've got the time to, and you know, you're worried about any mistakes, if it starts to look ill and you want to be able to fix it, then go for Cocoa. It's a nice, simple, easy medium, but you have to be there every day to keep it well-maintained. And then you'll get big, happy plants,
0: man. When you're starting your first grow, you're going to want to open that tent every day anyway. Two or three times a day, actually. Uh I don't think you
2: can't just go down to B&Q or home hardware or whatever and just grab some potting soil and a a jug of miracle grow and fucking give her, you
0: know? That's right, man. You will get some buds out of that. They may not be the best buds you can ever make, but you will get buds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I mean... Um, my, my cousin over in Australia has been keeping me up to date on a plant that he has grown just in a pot beside other plants. And it's literally only shit that he's bought from the garden center that he's
1: feeding it. I bought a box of uh, fish, blood and bone and a box of bone meal. Yeah, and potash do. like last year. And I'm still using that shit. It's, like, yeah. it's crazy how long this lasted and how How'd cheap I, it was perlite in the bulk
2: man i've had the same bag for three years and i make a oh, fuck load it. of soil so yeah it's uh that's what do it, man. that's what everybody does that's so yeah do it
1: figure out do what works best for you and let us know over at perseusgrown.com or in the comments or whatever you know subscribe like all that shit but i think that's about it for the grow guides bit right anything else to add so i don't think so yeah, yeah, yeah just done. go we grow go
4: grow. go go
1: make Who a choice and get started know, man just go coco or soil <laughs> or, or... coco is king <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it, maybe we've made some people's decision a little bit easier but it's still difficult to decide for you you know as the listener which one you should be using without more information but pretty much if you have time to Cocoa is a great method. If you have less time, then soil is just as good as well. You know, you know, If you have the money to buy the super soil, that's even better. But if not, standard potting soil with some nutrients that you can add every few days after a couple of weeks, that, that's fine, man. Mm-hmm. Well, just do it. Figure out a way and start doing it. Come to Percy's, we'll help you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, yes, that's mediums. We have some questions that we should cover. Uh, specifically, we've got one first here from Marge. Because yeah. it's, it's about edibles, you know, they sure. like to ask you questions. Why do they like to ask you so many questions about edibles, much? Do you know oh, what I,
3: I don't know? Maybe I'm kind of into them. Yeah. Bit, but... Then you so, should do a oh, podcast, we... you know. <laughs> well, as it happens, Might Me the Show About Edibles is available on all platforms.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> so
3: this question is I didn't say who it was from, actually. Did oh, it didn't, just...
1: did it? Yeah. But no, no, I think it might have been I am Sparky, but I'm not entirely sure.
3: Okay, well they're asking when making can of butter using kefir bubble hash do I still need to decarb. In previous attempts I have put it in the oven at 110 degrees Celsius for 15 to 20 minutes and I got a melted mess, I then dissolve in butter can't help thinking. uh, The process of melting hash or kefir into butter would achieve similar temps temperatures so short answer is yes, you do need to still decarb. And I've asked this to a whole bunch of different people who know a lot more about this stuff than I do, chefs and all the rest of it. And you still do need to decarb because when you're infusing it, if you skip the decarb, it's not going to be nearly as potent as it would be if you did decarb and that kind of ends up wasting your material, if you will. Mm. So not skipping that step is, is pretty important. I have to admit, I've never used hash like bubble hash i have used keef before and i decarb the keef before i used it as well and i used it in infusing honey i think at the time but i would definitely still do the decarb because it won't be as potent if you don't Mm -hmm. and i just don't think like when you're infusing it into the butter either like you might be getting the same temperatures but just with the process of the infusion and decarbing at the same time it's not nearly as efficient Mm -hmm. either so i would still decarb
1: yeah i would still decarb too i think that it yeah. seems like the, the to be the consensus. Decarb anyway, just to make sure it's done.
2: You yeah. just got to remember, just because the resin is not on the plant doesn't mean it's not the same resin. So those right. acids are still acids, whether or not it's attached to a leaf or not. So, mm. yeah. yeah exactly. Hash, though, some hash is pressed with heat and is decarbed in that process. So mm-hmm. that's, why you can, that's why you can eat it, you know, um, right. some of it. But bubble hash, like you mentioned, isn't. It's used with cold water yeah, extraction. Like so. it, yeah
1: yeah
3: exactly.
2: Yeah, it really depends but yes yeah, decarb it to be safe
1: mm-hmm. yeah
3: yeah because you want to maximize the most thc out of that stuff as you can
2: for sure
1: yeah hey man and then we have another question here from art man which is a little off topic maybe a little i'm not sure but does anyone on the panel use a robot sweeper like a roomba I mean, I haven't got one of these. These robots oh, running around has vacuuming. You know what I'm saying? Oh, probably not. can't be in a tent, right? A room no, room yeah, in I tent. think he's got um, a small grow room. It is because okay, uh, for integrated pest management, my medical issue for my cannabis card is my back. So he's a yeah. legal grower who, who's got enough space and is allowed to have enough space <laughs> yeah, to grow okay. plenty of shit. So,
3: what do you
0: mean? That? Yeah, well, I have, I have a Roomba, but I don't run it in my grow room at all. Yeah. Uh, I have a vacuum, Mm -hmm. a shop vac that I'll I'll vacuum around my tent and and in my tent, actually, between runs. Mm -hmm. But I don't use a Roomba for that.
1: I
2: don't know why. (laughs) In my head, I just couldn't get like this fucking giant Roomba. It's like the size of one of my paws driving around in my tent. I'm like, that's no way that's possible. Is it a very small Roomba? But then, I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, room. You can have a room too. I forgot.
1: Yeah, <laughs> man, that'd be so fucking nice, wouldn't it, if you had enough room to just let your Roomba just run around the fucking bottom of the right. and shit. Damn. <laughs> well, put a cool fan on store. it. It'd put a little fan on it. But it just rotates around the fucking room. Yeah. Well, well, why, hey, why why we don't need it? this
0: guest bedroom. I just need a room up in here for my grow room. That's you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah no, no, just, just give me the guest we room. Out. We don't just need gonna, a bed up
1: in there. Just gonna build an extension on my house here. Exactly
0: but it it's pretty fucking sweet no man. I, I could see actually if you had the space for it though and if you did have back problems i could see how mm-hmm. that would work for him mm-hmm. really well for sure especially
1: but. when you you know when you water a little bit too hard and some soil spills over the edge lands on the fucking floor you know and then mm-hmm. you just get a little bit of dirt all over the growing floor and that's a pain in the ass man when it's at the back so you got a scrug yeah. on you know what scrugs like monkey you imagine trying oh, yeah. to reach the back of the tent and get the dirt out from there uh, <laughs> send the roomba in exactly <laughs>
0: The rumble, it, it only gets, like, it's because it's round, it won't get into square corners and things like that. So, yeah, it mm-hmm. it, it covers the larger areas. You still got to use your dust buster or whatever you need to, to use to get into corners and in between pots and stuff like that, I guess. But, yeah, more power, too. I, I remember the post on on the site, and, and I like uh, his, his little... P.S. on it, if you will. He said he got his for 10 bucks from somebody who had a dog and it freaked out the dog. So they sold it to him for $10. (laughs) So that that was to me the best part of the whole deal.
2: What about those lawnmowers? Have you seen those?
3: I have. They're they're popping up everywhere in all the the spring Canadian tire catalogs.
2: Fucking Husqvarna makes (laughs) them. What what, automatic
1: lawn mowers? Yeah, Yeah, it's a Roomba
2: for your fucking (laughs) lawn. People
3: crazy, bro. What
1: the fuck? Lawn's too big,
2: man. (laughs) Do you know how big my lawn is? I would love that thing.
1: But just think about the blades spinning around on the Hold automated up. device man.
0: Nah. <laughs> a of
1: back there. Okay. if you off.
2: are back there you shouldn't be back yeah. there so
4: but like you. i've looked at them <laughs> and they they have these safety things for if they like even lift off like one wheel lifts or things like that like if it's got if it thinks it's going over something boom it shuts everything off and puts a big brake on I I looked at them for with the dogs and everything, and ah, oh, they're amazing. The other again, the other fellow won't let me get them, you know, because
1: yeah, it doesn't. The future the is now. No man, do, yeah, employ your local gardener, and they'll do it for like <laughs> the, the same kind of price. I'm sure,
0: probably so.
3: Yeah,
4: oh, yeah.
0: But this is this is what I
3: was saying. <laughs>
4: this, having these Roombas and things like that has taken away from. You know the way people like used to clean will come and clean your house for like a 10 or an hour yep yeah i wouldn't let anybody in my fucking house
2: there. give me a room but you know? that.
1: yeah that's that's the problem <laughs> you know, But, it. It, it but outside the doing the you garden clean,
4: right, you know i'm yeah, from so. out in the garden even and it's martin brings up automatics. a good point
1: there in chat as well what's up martin it says how long until these ai lawnmowers <laughs> turn on <laughs> yeah. us this is what i'm saying with them blades on and shit you ain't got a chance uh, come on, Lomar! Oh, I'll oh, fuck you, I'll fuck you and then chop, chop. Anyway. No no I think so, oh I God. think Marty's right. It's, it's inevitable.
3: <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It probably won't be in our lifetime anyway, so we might as well use the technology. Exactly. There's, this is just the first shit. They're nice to us or right now. Kids are great grandkids, kids, so let them worry about it.
1: Yeah, stay a problem now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, for the robot in the bathroom, I'm buying it.
1: <laughs> yeah, the fucking ai lawn lawnmowers going on a rampage is going to be the least of our worries in 50 years i'm sure
2: <laughs> you just put fucking rebar in your lawn and it'll fuck them right up you know hide it in tall grass be like look at that tall grass i can't resist that,
1: it the blades will be like titanium extra oh, sharp and then
2: well, Some they're coming to fuck you up adamantium yeah
0: God. Just cable, man. I'll, you just just lay cable in there. It'll wind around the blades. Everything's dead. Yeah. Perfect. You're done. Spray it why with didn't they water. just do that? Fucking Terminator. Why didn't they just do that? Why didn't you spray water it, on it fast? Because Monkey wasn't there, man. Look. Oh. Entanglement. Yeah, what about chains and cables and things? <laughs> you I
2: mean, know, yeah, the, the simplest the solution the is
0: usually the correct <laughs> one.
2: <laughs> Fucking T600s are like, oh, what the fuck? Cables. No.
0: Exactly. <laughs> well, it's like the Daleks. I mean, the only you way know, you to stop them was have a step, you know? Uh, shit.
1: Anyway. Uh, yes, anyway. where uh, we? Well, uh, we we have one more question here from Stony the Baker. It said uh I I'm attempting my first revege on a really nice pheno of King's Juice. Any t- any tips on revegging mother plant for clones?
0: Be patient, be very patient. Cuz
1: it takes fucking ages mate like a month before you start seeing normal growth come after that. But TG this is your kind of thing with the clones, right?
2: Yeah. Well, I, I I don't I've never actually re-veged some other plant. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of, yeah, no, I, I don't really know how long that would take. I know it's sometimes it's not successful depending on how much shit you leave. But uh, mm-hmm. what what was the question again? You took a bunch of clones and now you want to reveg it?
1: Well, he's yeah. attempting to re-vege a really nice pheno of King's Juice. Any tips on okay. okay. starting a reveg and mother plants? Yeah. You, get you want to leave as
0: much as you can behind. That's one. Day. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and then just you know. just wait, man. Put it on eighteen six and just wait be patient and it all continue to grow so like say you've come to the end of harvest you remove all the all the big buds leave the popcorns at the bottom and the lower leaves and shit like that and then just flick it back to 18.6 and just keep the plant going keep watering it you know start watering it with uh if you're feeding it and it's not in uh, living soil and shit then start using the veg nudes on it again and it would just take time, but you'll see the growth will come back twisted and deformed. It won't look right for a good few weeks. And then after about four weeks, it will start to look between four and six weeks. It can take a while, man, because the hormone has to die down, which makes it flower. And once that's died down and just gone back to the uh, the veg hormone, then that needs to express itself a little while after it as well. But it, takes a, it takes a few weeks, man. And the plant can look like shit while it's happening, but once you're done, if you can veg it back out, then and then you'll be able to take some nice cuttings from that, and you can make one of those plants into the main mother, then, or you can keep the old mother alive. But that's up to you. Uh, that's
2: the hard thing about you know, it's like taking clones. You either take a bunch of clones before you know what's good, or you like miss a fucking diamond in the rough, right? Because yeah. oh, mm-hmm. and that's uh, that's the clone only debacle
1: yeah it's a bitch uh, when that happens man
2: yeah but reveg is a good option and and yeah i think you guys are right i've actually you know after i've harvested my plants i usually take my root balls out and i go and set them on my compost pile if i don't have enough room in my compost i don't chop them up i just set you know basically a plant without a pot just mm-hmm. sitting on the ground mm-hmm. and those things because of rain and, and shit outside they stay alive sometimes for you know a couple months or the whole summer, even. Mm-hmm. And they, they, you're right, they do re veg, um, but it takes like a fucking long time. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Interesting.
1: Yeah, man. It's doable. Just as monkey said man patience you have to be patient with this one it's not going to be two weeks and then you, you're good and then you need space for this plant as well i mean tg said they just puts this in the back garden that's cool. it's out the way but if you're running that in a grow tent and you're dedicating a light to it and a pot to yeah. it food to it resources to it you know it's going to take time lots of time mine
2: aren't, mine aren't intentional mine are just there because they're going to go and be in the compost eventually that's you know they're they're not there to re-veg, but mm-hmm. Yeah, it does take time and and space and yeah.
1: worth it though? That's all the questions we have right now. I don't think there's any more to be asked in the chat. If anybody has any questions, then drop them in the chat now with the queue so we know that it's for you. And then we've got Martin in the chat, man. He's going to have his court case coming up soon. Don't forget about that, everybody. Anybody in Ireland who can go and support him. Uh, There's a question here from Chilbert. TG, have you ever attempted making hand charis from an indoor plant? I will yeah. try this soon. Chilbert's going to give it a shot.
2: Uh, not by... No. Okay. I mean, I've accidentally rubbed my knuckles, you know, but... Uh, I've tried
1: it, it, man, and it wasn't you, successful. It's just take too long, I think.
2: You need a lot of mm-hmm. plants to to get enough to, you know... I've, you, if you watch, there's a really good video, Um, I'll post it sometime, of, of Frenchie, where he shows the various stages of charis making and yeah it 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 starts as like a a transparent sheen really for the first few plants and then it slowly builds up into that beautiful chocolate color but it Mm -hmm. takes a fucking lot and i don't think any of us grew enough to really no
1: no no, that's why i thought you need a field that's why you see on strain hunters when the guys are out there and you can just walk through the field of a thousand plants and just rub a few colas then move to the next one but I wish so, man. Fuck, yeah. would that be good? You know, just to make live charis like that. <laughs> Shall us. Mm-hmm.
2: Shall us. Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> uh, what's up, Pete? Oh, Potent Ponics. Steve, what's up, bro? You're good. <laughs> 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 but, uh, Steve, we were calling you Pete on your podcast, man. You know, like when we was over at Potent Ponics, when we did the interview with Potent Ponics. For some reason, yeah. we thought your name was Pete we were yeah, just I, <laughs> it's actually steve I right been
4: laughing and my fucking mic was off yeah apologies steve because i was convinced it's pete it's pete
1: yeah we called you pete all the way through the interview man you know sorry about that bro so stoners yeah. i'm sure you know what it's like dealing with folk like us you know <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh man,
1: because I'm like, I'm thinking, you know, what's this guy's name? What's his name? And then GB said Pete. I'm like, oh, it must be Pete. And then, <laughs> then i just calling you Pete for a while. And, and then I checked the emails, joined, piled on, yeah. And he was Steve. So like, hold on, <laughs>
4: what's
1: going on here? Surely we're confused somewhere. So apologies there, Steve. Apologies.
4: Yeah, that's my fault, Steve. Yeah.
1: Well, we were, and we're gonna we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have Steve over on the on the show for another interview and we, we was gonna try and stick to the Pete thing until he's like Let's my name's <laughs> fucking Steve <laughs> <laughs> oh. I've had people on my show I've had on for five plus years and don't know their names it's okay yeah that's all good Th- thank you for understanding I knew, you, I knew you'd understand There we go. Thanks for listening to everybody. I hope this has helped you decide which medium would be best for you to start your growing. Again, if you have any questions at all, head over to PercysGrowroom.com, sign up and ask questions. It's all free. We ask for nothing in return. We just want you to start your own grow and get involved in this force of hobby that we all enjoy. Thanks again for downloading the episode. It would be great if you could leave a review on the show on iTunes or Spotify, Deezer, Stitcher, any of these podcast networks you download the show on, if you could leave a review for us that would be fucking awesome we'd massively appreciate it of course you can become a patron if you want to as well but again that's not forced it's absolutely free to have all of our content and to be part of Percy's. but if you can support the show and the forum then that's massively appreciated as well just head over to patreon.com percy's grow room and you'll find us there and you'll be able to become a patron uh, and that's about it, really. That's all the episodes for this week. I hope you've enjoyed the content part out this week. If you could join us on Sunday for the next show, that would be super sweet as well. But if not, if you're very busy over the weekend, then we'll see you on Monday for this week's Cannabis News. Have a great weekend, everybody. And we'll catch you on Monday. Goodbye.